0: Welcome to episode 13 of the Total Bro Sports Podcast.
1: Welcome to the Total Bro Sports Podcast. Here we go.
0: All right, now let's hit it over to Jack with the news. Hi, I'm Jack with the news. Big news, the Rams line straight, the Rams... Tra- Got Matthew Stafford in the trade. And while the Lions won the trade by getting Jared Goff two first round draft picks and one third rounder. And the first, maybe ever, virtual Pro Bowl. And the first blockbuster MLB trade in the offseason, the Rockies received Aust- left handed pitcher Austin Gomber and infielder El Harris Montero, right handed pitcher Tony Lucy, infielder er, um, Matto Gill and Right-hand pitcher, Jake Summers. Cardinals receive, Nolan Arenado. NCAA football, video games, maybe making a comeback.
1: All right, let's hand it over to the discussion. Ben, why don't you lead us through?
2: All right. First thing I want to talk about is this Matt Stafford trade. I think that's... Very important. And, you know, it's the first uh, first dominoes to fall for the quarterback situation because there's a lot of quarterbacks that aren't going to be on the move. So, Stafford, the Rams, what do you guys think about this trade?
0: Oh, I'll tell you one thing. The Lions definitely won this trade. Goff is way better than Stafford. And plus, they get off with two first-round picks and a third-rounder. So, they could, like, draft a quarterback – and maybe draft a, like, a wide receiver because our defense is stacked with Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey. And I think they might get, a, like, a really good, like, possibly tight end when Tyler Higbee and um, Ev- um, Gerald Everett are going to be gone. So I think they won the trade. And with Goff, he's good, but I think that he, he's – I think with the Rams, Matthew Stafford's good, but, like, he's, no, he's nowhere, like, exceptional. He's not going to be in the Hall of Fame.
3: Yeah. I uh, yeah. yeah, I I kinda yeah, I, I gotta I, I'm with Jack on this one. Like the Lions uh got some good draft picks out of that, especially if the Rams struggle. And uh, it's just uh it's good for uh, a rebuild and it seems like they're finally actually trying to uh do a, a proper rebuild because they uh they got rid of Matt Patricia. They got a they got a new head coach and this should be uh, it should be interesting how they uh, take this rebuild. Hopefully, they won't be irrelevant for another fifteen years.
2: Yeah, I think um, this was. I think this was honestly a win-win. I, I I disagree with you, Jack, on the fact that Goff is way better than. Stafford. No, he
0: is. Stafford well, hasn't been to a Super Bowl.
2: Yeah, because he hasn't been surrounded by anyone. I mean, the only player he's had is Calvin Johnson, and he Let just him. gets double every time what about Galladay what about um Jones yeah but he's you know that the Lions like if he had a better supporting cast I think he would have uh done better and as as a quarterback I mean with with Jared Goff he's he had the best defense in the league the best running back in the league three top receivers in Robert Woods Cooper Cup and Brandon Cooks and so, I think, you know, I mean, Stafford, if Stafford was on that team, I think he would they would have made the Super Bowl as well.
0: Oh, no. Stafford is not – he's not a Super Bowl QB. He's never I won think a he, playoff game.
2: I know, but I think that's mostly in part of the organization that he's been in. I mean, look, I mean, just, just – I think with the Rams, he will certainly come in and win a playoff game in his first season. Like, oh, like just – He's not the only only guy, I think, is a good idea. But, um, yeah, From the for the Lions' perspective, this was a great move. They needed to move on from Stafford. Like, I like Stafford and all, but I don't know. They, they just were too stagnant for too many years. It was time to make a change. Getting Dan Campbell's new coach was interesting. Uh, now, I mean, they have the number seven pick as well, so they can possibly get one of the top wide receivers. And even I wouldn't – I wouldn't even be disappointed if they traded Goff and got like Trey Lance or another quarterback or something. Another trade? Yeah, I mean, I'm not as sold on Jared Goff as you are, personally. Like, I think they can start over and get like a rookie quarterback.
3: Yeah. Speaking of uh, quarterbacks being traded, it seems like now a lot of quarterbacks are rumored to be traded pretty soon. I mean, you got – I mean, for example, Deshaun Watson.
0: Oh, yeah, he's going – I think he's going the
3: Colts. That wouldn't be a bad fit. Actually, maybe not because that's a uh, same division. You don't really – you don't trade with the uh, same division teams. No, oh, that's so true.
1: No, I think as far as the Rams, just before we leave the topic, I'm going to go with the mantra that Rams got robbed. They sent over Jared Goff and – what. Two, three draft picks, two, two first-round picks. I'm looking at the stats of both of these quarterbacks, right? Let's go with let's start with Matthew Stafford. So the Rams get Matthew Stafford, 26 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, QBR of 68.4. As Jack has mentioned, not won a playoff game, has dealt with back issues in the early part of his career, and now those issues have resurfaced as of late. He's old. He's 32 years old. I frankly don't know what the Rams are doing. They got an exciting prospect in John Wolford, who's a lot more mobile than Goff. As far as I see it, they should have held an open QB competition in camp with Goff and Wolford. And now let's go on the Lions' side. The Lions, now they have two first-round picks third round. Won pick, the trade. And they got Goff. Goff is still young. Maybe he proves to be a bridge quarterback for them. If he's not the guy, they got a first round pick where they can easily draft another one. So the Lions were one big in this trade. And the Rams, they got an older guy, a guy with injury history, has not won a playoff game and has largely not proven himself, aside from I guess better than average statistics on a
2: Subpar team.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. That's what so, Rams got robbed. You heard it here. Yeah, the, the Lions definitely won.
2: Yeah. I think I, – I mean, I, I think what it showed me was that Stan Cranky, the Rams owner, has a lot of faith in Stafford. Because, I don't know, I mean, giving up two first-round picks, a third-rounder, and Goff just for Stafford shows that he's a lot of faith in Stafford and this team – and Stafford and not only him but the defense. Because, you know, he thinks – I mean, I, I believe, like, you know, get making this move was to try to, you know, advance in the playoffs and stuff and try to get – try to win some games. And now Stafford has an opportunity to finally be on a team that, going into the season, has a shot. He never really has had oh, a shot
1: that's fair. I just don't know what Stafford has done to earn
0: that amount of capital. No, he hasn't earned it.
1: Yeah, it's not like he's Deshaun Watson who's just carried teams to the playoffs. Look, he carried them to the AFC Championship game. Wait, what? What? Uh, Deshaun Watson. No,
0: or he was didn't. it the division?
1: No, sorry, the divisional or game. Or they
0: got stomped by the juggernaut. Or they got
1: stomped by the juggernaut. But still, he carried them there. It's not like it's Deshaun Watson who's young, vibrant, torching the league. Like, this is old Matt Stafford. Yeah, Who, look, Can't he's an NFL count. quarterback. Like he, he has got some serious skill, but at the same time, he has not won a playoff
0: game. Yeah, and the W is what's the most. And, biggest, and look, he also had player. Calvin Johnson that one. Yeah,
3: point. he had Megatron. Okay. I mean, it's true that he hasn't won a playoff game, but it is the Lions? Is <laughs> you have to keep that in mind because the the Lions have been they haven't really been relevant since like Calvin Johnson retired.
1: Yeah, yeah, but even – but once you get to the playoffs, you got to at least win.
2: Yeah. They have not been relevant at all. Like, the reason why they got – they had that 0-16 season, I think, I, if I'm not mistaken, that was the year that they got Stafford. Because I know Stafford was the number one pick. So yeah, I think yeah. Right after that 0-16 that season, season yeah, still right. haven't made it back. Yeah. All right. Well, what do you guys think – switching gears here. In the big game on Sunday – Besides the two quarterbacks, who are the biggest X factors on both teams?
0: Uh, the wide receivers, in by far.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. Well, specifically who? Oh,
0: Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill factor, because he's fast. He has really good hands, and he will. He has burnt the buck sequence, and he will love to do it again.
3: Yeah, a one-on-one for Tyreek Hill is still basically means he's open.
0: <laughs> he is so
2: fast. Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see how the Bucks try to handle Tyreek Hill. Nicole Hardman was just put on the reserves slash COVID nineteen list. Ooh, he still has a chance of playing. He's just has to test negative like a few times in the next five days. But I don't know. I think I definitely think Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey are the two biggest X factors because you know a, Kelsey's always really tough to guard, especially if you're giving all your attention to Tyreek Hill on the outside and you don't want him to break off a big play, you're going to leave Travis Kelsey open, more likely than not. Yeah, or who
0: else? Like, there was Hardman. Look, there's, as Ben mentioned in a previous podcast,
1: there's Pringle. Yeah, Pringle. There's Allen Robinson. There's a ton of weapons on that team. team. Their second team is – probably deserving enough to be on another team starting.
0: And, like, who else? Like, on the, the, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Le'Veon Bell, um, LaShawn McCoy. Oh, wait, wait. He's no, no, on, no, he's on no the Le'Veon
2: Bell, I thought, was injured. He hasn't really been playing. Daryl Williams has been playing running back for them, but.
0: Yeah, he's showing some promise, but he's not. Yeah,
2: sorry. But on the Bucs' side, what do you guys think? What do you guys think about, you know, Tom Brady and the Bucs? Do you think their offense, or is it more of a defensive thing for them?
0: It's an off. It's Somewhat of both, and they're playing against Choker. They were playing against Chokers. Against the Chiefs, you cannot have a defensive battle. It, it
2: just
1: doesn't happen with their offensive firepower. If Brady and the Bucks are going to win this game, it has got to be through their offense.
0: Yeah, they cannot settle for field goals or punts. Yeah, they
1: can't settle for – and as far as X-Factors
0: on their side. It's definitely their running. Uh, maybe game.
1: the when was running, Ronalds?
0: Oh Ronald Jones. Ronald Jones. But the run defense is pretty good. JTT. and then maybe
1: if
3: Is Fournette still that I think. Yeah, yeah there, Fournette,
1: right? he has gotten a lot better as of late. He's got fresh legs. So yeah, maybe the run game doing well. I would say the X Factors is probably Leonard Fournette, because he took over that other game against
2: yeah. the
1: The most recent game. Oh, the Packers? Yeah, he took over the game against the Packers. He had they some, called a, a six spin move. And then on the receiver side, I'm not going to say Mike Evans because all the attention goes to him. I'm going to say Chris Godwin because that guy has some strong hands. But as of late, he's been struggling. So yeah, maybe he dropped, he dropped like maybe the passes. Chiefs will start to ignore him. But I think he's ripe to come back. So it's not going to be Mike Evans because he's going to garner more attention. It's going to be Chris Godwin on the receiver yeah, side. Yeah, definitely. Be and Godwin. then Brady, like. Then it has to be Brady, too. He's got to limit the turnovers. He can't throw three consecutive picks and this is against on the- successive drives. You just can't do that. This is against the Chiefs. They yeah, will well, capitalize The Packers
0: had Adams. So like He was their go-to guy, the Packers. Yeah, Brady is
1: going to have to protect this football. Also, for the Bucks, they're going to have to chew up clock on the field. You want to keep the keep former the MVP off the field in that high-powered offense. So, yes, Leonard Fournette, Chris Godwin, Tom Brady, those are the impact guys. They will have to make the difference to win this game.
2: Yeah, like you just said, um, on the uh, this game, if the Chiefs are going to lose, it's going to have to be a blow or a shootout. In the four games that Patrick Mahomes has played outside of Kansas City in his career, he's only lost, or he's only lost four games outside of Kansas City in his career, and he, they've scored 40, 51, 31, and 32. You have to score a lot. Even in losses, Mahomes is still putting up great numbers. And something also to note, um, Steve Spagnuolo, the Chiefs' defensive coordinator, is one of three defensive coordinators to beat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl when he did it in 2008 with the Giants. So he has seen Brady in the Super Bowl. Obviously, it's 12 years later in a different system, but just something to note. I, I. I think
1: that's a great point to bring up. That Spagnolo has actually beaten Tom Brady, and he has experience with it.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest way to handle Brady is by playing is by playing a lot of blitz and get him on the ground. If you push him hit him a lot, he will start to shake and start throwing it over, overthrow, start overthrowing it. If you get, well, not to knock Tom
1: Brady, but this this bucks defense this or I'm sorry this bucks offense and scheme is not I don't think it's at where it could be at its highest level I know I would be, if I'm the Chiefs defense, I would be a lot more scared of Tom Brady hmm. and the New England Patriots in hmm. the early 2010s. That's the team I'm more no, scared no. of. Because now with the Bucks, yes, they've gotten hot, but I still think they're working out the kinks to that offense. We yeah. know Tom Brady is not comfortable chucking the ball downfield, and we saw that when he did that and against the Packers, pick City.
0: Wait, so do you have a prediction who's going to win, Alex?
1: Are we at predictions yet? Oh. Look, I'm actually considering putting
0: actual money
1: on this football game.
0: I'm all in for the hey, Chiefs. Sc- yeah, score. Like Alex, we can do that score thing.
1: Yeah, just like an amount I could lose because then that that's – because with gambling you know that it's just money. You're It's lost money. But it's just fun. I would definitely be all in on the Chiefs. Yeah. And I'd say the Chiefs win by at
0: least two touchdowns. You think it's going to – I thought it was going to be 31-24. What do you think? It's more like 38-24. Oh, you think that?
1: Too
2: Um, good. I think it'll be a one-possession game, though, personally. Like, the Chiefs – the one thing about Patrick Mahomes, though, if they're going to lose, it's also going to be by a one-possession game. Like, he's only lost one one one-possession game in his – or one game by more than one possession in his career. But – and then, like, on the Bucs side, I just don't see them like – like, I agree with Jack. Like, if you blitz him a lot – and get pressure on Brady he's not going to be able to really extend the play and, like get out of the pocket like Mahomes can do but i don't know i mean i i just think with i just think with Tom Brady it's just so difficult to play against him and like keep it as a blowout like i feel like he always finds a way to get back into the game yo that that's a great point that i i would agree with that the
1: 28 to 3 in the super bowl with exactly i just this chiefs team is
0: too yeah, good person.
1: yeah they have yeah. taken down the juggernauts. They've taken down the Bills. They beat the Bucks the last time. Really, yeah. the Bucks, I think the Bucks only made that close because it was garbage time.
0: Yeah, right? like they scored with like a minute. Well yeah, a minute left to put it within three, but Mahomes just iced the game after that.
1: Yeah, just the the Chiefs are too good. They are an offensive juggernaut. They're there for a reason.
0: Bucks. Yeah. 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 So you're saying. Chiefs win
3: thirty eight twenty four. Yeah, I think it's gonna be
0: by two touchdowns. What, Kai? What do you predict?
3: So I, I, I'm, I'm also all in on the Chiefs, but I'll, I'll get, I'll say forty five thirty five will be the final score.
1: Oh, <laughs> all right, guy, by the ten points. Why do you say ten points?
3: I say, I say ten points because it's I, because I, I think it's gonna be an offensive shootout. That's just. Uh, as as much as 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 um uh, sorry uh, because both offenses are just that good. and I think uh, Tom Brady will be able to keep up for uh, most of the game because uh, the the because de- um, their offenses are just, are just are both just that good. They have a lot of weapons, but I think the Chiefs are just uh, are just that good. They're going to go for their second straight Super Bowl ring.
1: Boy, they are too good. Honestly, yeah. it was by some fluke that the the Raiders beat the Chiefs. Other than that, yeah, they, they haven't like, been Mahomes beaten.
0: Threw, like two picks.
1: Yeah, crazy. and let's look at Tom Brady's performance against the Chiefs in the regular season. Not he threw really. two picks. Yeah, Ooh.
3: yeah, yeah. That that Raiders loss was really just a fluke because then, uh, then the Raiders got blown out by the Falcons. Exactly. Exactly.
1: Yeah,
0: the Falcons for crying out loud. The Falcons.
3: Okay, so.
2: Yeah, I um, I saw a few, a few interesting things here, some, like, Super Bowl facts that you guys might want to be interested in. For some reason, this is the longest drought in NFL history without a team winning back-to-back Super Bowls.
0: Yeah.
2: So oh. that could be changed. Patrick Mahomes is trying to be, become the youngest quarterback in NFL history to win multiple Super Bowls. This will be the first Super Bowl ever that has – the two quarterbacks that won the two previous Super Bowls, and it's also the two, first Super Bowl that features two quarterbacks who have previously won the um, NFL MVP and Super Bowl MVP.
3: When was the last time uh, a team won back to back Super Bowls?
2: The Patriots um two
0: thousand four and five, which was Tom Brady, of course. He cheated. On oh, wow.
1: We know from this season that Tom Brady definitely won the divorce with Bill Belichick.
0: Yep. But oh, yeah. You think – but Belichick's looking for some revenge next year.
2: Yeah, like if he ends up with Deshaun Watson or another uh, one of the top free agent quarterbacks, then I think Patriots will be back, back to their winning ways. I don't know if, the, if they'll be able to be out the Bills in the division next year. Yeah, but um, – But depending on who their quarterback is, then – I think they got a shot to be back in contention. Thank you for listening to the Total Bro Sports Podcast.